This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite team, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Brian, um, Dak Prescott had another really impressive game today. Uh, This is a really impressive six-week stretch for him, really. Um, Over the last six weeks, which are the games following the San Francisco game, and I know San Francisco is what's going to matter to people. That's what mattered to this football team, so I understand that. Um, But in those six weeks since, when CeeDee Lamb really spoke up and Dak Prescott seemed to start, you know, throwing the ball in the middle of the field again. Um, Some of these deep crossers looked like they were coming back a little bit. He gained a ton of confidence in those seam throws, and he continues to throw those consistently. Uh, Since that time, he's been one of the best players in football. Uh, Six-game stretch here, Brian. 18 touchdowns, two interceptions, 70% completions, nine yards per attempt. It's really difficult to stop this pass and attack right now. Um, they, they seem it to is. have really found their rhythm. It is Bobby. And um, I, I know there's a lot of passes in this game. You could kind of point to and say, wow, what a great pass. What a, you know, I think the pass did he threw on the two point play to, uh, to lamb mm-hmm. was one of those that, and plays like that in the past, we've seen that thing potentially get intercepted. You know, we've seen linebackers or safeties or somebody, you know, it, very reminiscent of of Green Bay, you know, where you throw the ball in the middle of the field and, and it, you know, he didn't see a guy and it's picked off. Or the pick against the, Arizona in the fourth quarter. Pick, exactly. It was, I mean, the, same situation in the end zone. Same situation. But I'm, I'm going to tell you what, that was a confident, throw that he made on that two-point play i mean that was a that was it had purpose it had direction it needed to be in a certain spot and it absolutely got there and i i think that's the way that you mentioned the last five or six weeks i think that's how dak prescott's been playing i think he's playing with a lot of confidence i think his receivers are are understanding and they're and they're they understand that, like, okay, the route's going to ca- t- call you to to be a, totally across 
the back of that in line and you've got to keep running and I'm, you know, here, here it comes kind of a thing or, you know, the, 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 their combinations of routes, I feel like have been really, really, really good. The, the, the route that, um, that, that cooks caught for the touchdown, mm-hmm. that was one of those routes I talked about earlier in the year. And I can't wait to watch the all 22 about it, but it looked like to me, it was one of those lineup to the right and then run the route completely to the left side of the field. And then we'll move the pocket and throw the ball back to where you are. And and it's I, I call it the unlucky route at times because either there's coverage there or something happens, Dak gets pressure, it has to but hooks, they finally ran one where he went deep over mm-hmm. and it worked out for a touchdown. And that's that's kind of what you've been seeing early in the season. That route was covered. Or Prescott couldn't get the ball to Cooks. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. This game, they go back to it, and but that just kind of shows you where they're at right now in an offense. Maybe stuff that wasn't working in week two, week three, week four, whatever, is now working in week 10 and 11. You very, know? very quietly, Brian. We we had all those questions about uh, Brandon Cooks and everything else. This is three yeah. straight games Brandon Cooks has led the team in receiving yards. And yeah. so, uh, you know, it seems like as much as Mike McCarthy wanted to say, I, I don't play fantasy football. I don't worry about it. It does seem like there became a little bit more of a, a an extra push of like, yeah, guys, we, we got to make sure that that this dude's part of the offense. And I, yeah, it's coming at a good time for for I mean, everything that's going on with, you know, they will say he's fine. And I'm not saying that he's super hobbled or anything else. He Lamb Lamb is banged up yeah. right now. Yeah. You yeah. you and I watched him walk very slowly down the field after it looked like he had kind of, you know, gotten up grimaced a little bit. We we recklessly speculated about his grimace after Carolina. And then I said, did, did it look to you like maybe there was an issue with the ankle? And then sure enough, what does he do? He pops up on the injury report that Monday with an ankle. And so yeah. I, I think he's he's clearly he's banged up. I don't think it's anything that's going to super limit him, but he's he's probably not a hundred percent right now. So to have Cook step up in these three games here is just a a very big deal for them. And do you think that speaks more to what Cooks is doing right now, Brian, or do you think that just speaks to where Dak is at as a passer and that he feels comfortable for like, all right, well, if CDs, you know, if, if he's not feeling great or he's not getting the same type of wins in his routes right now because maybe he doesn't have that same fluidity in his ankle or whatever else um i'm gonna be able to find it with brandon cooks or or, or whatever else. so do you think it's just a you know the i know you had said a lot of it about the luck factor do you think it's just luck is kind of turning the tide a little bit well i think that you know luck plays a part of it but you know cooks is a super talented receiver uh you know he's explosive i think he's the best route runner on the team i i just better feel than cd like that- really I do. I do. I, I feel like when you start to talk about how his Brandon Cooks has always been able to threaten the cushion of a defensive back. 
to drive him back and then break inside or break outside. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just, the, the explosiveness, I think where Lamb terrifies defensive players is on the move across, whereas Cooks is more of a more vertical. I think Lamb is more horizontal. When oh, it comes Lam- to- yeah, Lamb Lam sold a, a pretty route to the to the inside and then yeah. broke outside for his touchdown. Yeah. Got a lot of separation on that one today. Yeah, absolutely. And so to me, I, I kind of feel like that, you know, that's the things that that Cooks is doing um, is n- now it's like they watch the tape and it's a lot of it was geared towards Lamb. And rightfully so, Lamb is playing a tremendously high level. Mm-hmm. But Cooks has been open throughout the, throughout the year. And now it stacks like, wait a minute. I could throw it to this number three and he's going to make a play. Was it third, was it third down? Big third down. Would he get 25 yards mm-hmm. on the play? You know, I mean, that's, that's the kind of stuff, you know, when you need a big play, Brandon Cooks is a big play guy. Cook, uh, CD is a, is a big play guy, but it's nice when, and I, I do, I think, I think CD, I think he got banged up on that 10 yard shallow cross he ran against Carolina last week. Yeah. You know, I think that, I think, you know, he avoided the line. That was the play we talked about that he was, yeah, that was he, the one where Turpin got hit late and he looked right. really slow getting up. He got, and Turpin like get, puts a knee in his back. Mm-hmm. You know, Turpin gets dumped and kind of falls on CD, but it looked like on the route, he's coming across, he avoids the linebacker, and now he's trying to like keep his balance and then push forward. But and it had something funny happen with his Something his foot funny there. happened. Yeah. Right. And, right, and, right. And by the way, today, when we saw him walk a little bit slowly, that came after he tried to cut on that ankle on a on a reverse or on a, a on a pitch in the backfield. Yeah. So th- these are, you know, right now, especially short week, um, you know, it did. Jerry Jones had told us on 105 through the fan on Tuesday that the only thing that that had CD like even limited or on the injury report in that way was because it was a short week. He said if it was a week of normal rest, there wouldn't be any question about him or anything else. Uh, and and he looked good out there today. He he made a couple nice plays. He had the the great two point conversion, the toe tap. He had the you know getting open and having the touchdown catch. So, uh, but it does look like he's he's at least a little limited by that ankle right now. He's just not a hundred percent. I think so too. I, I think that that's just a reasonable spot to be in. Two guys who bounce back this week, Brian. Before we uh, quickly before we wrap up this podcast and uh, just weigh in on the Shaquille Leonard uh, situation and maybe backup plans if Leonard doesn't come through. Um, Tony Pollard, another good game today, running really tough. Uh, and then I'll tell you the guy that I was really impressed with, the the guy that first popped to me in this game today that I was like, oh, look, that's a guy making plays right now. It was Terrence Steele. Terrence Steele was, yeah. was, was moving guys in the run game. Uh, you know, when we get a chance to turn on the tape, I think we're going to be really happy with what we see there because live – it looked like he was getting movement. He was, you know, opening things up. He was sealing the edge. A lot of positive from Terrence Steele this week. And I think these last two weeks of Steele playing better, it's probably not a coincidence that it also is aligning with Pollard playing a little bit better as well. Yeah, I it it looked like to me when you watch Steele play, that that game against the Eagles was just horrific for him. And 
that's not the type of player he is. He mm-hmm. is a guy that's going to work extremely hard. He's not going to uh he's not going to be one of those guys that like is going to have like a bad game and then another bad game and another he he's that's not him. Um you know, these guys that have had these injuries, uh these guys that are coming off knees and broken ankles and all the kinds of things that these guys have dealt with you know maybe maybe it is one of those things where you have to give them time because Pollard looks like a completely different player running the ball the way that they attacked the perimeter in this game you don't attack the perimeter with Tony Pollard in week two and week three how he looked that ball's not getting to the edge it's just not. Mm-hmm. But you got guys like you got these receivers that are blocking really well. I'm sure the all 22 will tell us that. Uh, last week against Carolina, they did a really good job of, of popping some runs. You know, and you get the ball to the perimeter, like I said, those guys are going to have to do some things. I think the tight ends, but you're right about Steele. And one of Steele's best traits is his ability to play in space. Mm-hmm. And they're starting to run plays where he's getting more involved in space. And you got Tyron Smith, who's got the fountain of, fountain of youth going on right now, you know, on the backside. And, you know, Zach Martin, we talk to Zach Martin every every week on 105.3, the fan on our show. And, you know, he's he's had some struggles. and because, But his, his level is so high, his struggles are like a like – a, outstanding player, you know, kind of a thing. Yeah, if if his name was Matt Farniak, we'd be like, Farniak is yeah. playing out of his mind. He should probably be yeah. in the Pro Bowl. But it's it's right. just it is below right. Zach Martin's standard this year. It is. And and he and he knows it in a way because he's every week he's having to deal with these these all pro defensive tackles. Yeah. And you know, in the last you know, couple of weeks, they've kind of figured some things out with these guys. And, you know, Zach and, you know, he he's Zach Martin's not 24 years old anymore. You mm-hmm. know, he's an older guy. And but I, I'll say this, though, they're running the ball much better. And I think the way that they're running the ball is better with the perimeter runs, the little flip runs, um, you know, those kinds of things where it takes advantage of the movement from Biotish, the movement from Tyler Smith, the movement from Tyron Smith, the movement from Terrence Steele. You know, they're taking advantage of those guys and allowing them to move. And I, I think it's really, really helping them in their in their You're in their run block. In their run blocking. You are listening to the Love the Star podcast. The Love the Star is an Odyssey podcast. You can find it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.